Bush and Ritchie here with the final podcast for you of 2020. And it's fair to say that we've just pretty much crept over the finish line here, Richie, haven't we? <laughs> we have. Uh, obviously, we love the fact that you choose to listen to uh, our little podcast here. Uh, obviously, the same thing is available as a live show. But being that it's coming from our bedrooms over the Internet, the live experience might not be quite as rewarding as the podcast. So pat yourself on the back that you're getting the better version of the two. Yeah, and we're sat here um, slightly bearded, slightly bedraggled. Uh, I don't know about you, I can smell festive food coming up from downstairs as well. And I'm still sat at the computer. So uh would say we we knock this on the head. These guys get the show, and then we can all call it quits for 2020. There's the plan. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves, and here it is: the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Home Time with Bush and Richie. It's Christmas Eve. One show, eight playlists, with a Latin motto for tonight's show, quod parum cesarit. Translated, that means anything goes. Literally anything goes. Now, look, I don't want to be a party pooper right at the start of the show, but I'm afraid Christmas Eve is one big tease. For example, I tried to eat some cheese from the fridge earlier on, only to have the fridge door slammed in my face by Katie, uh, pointing out to me that that cheese is reserved for Christmas. And uh, Christmas <laughs> Eve is a bitter, it's kind of a bittersweet day in it, because it, it's great fun, a lot of us are off work and all that kind of thing, and we're surrounded by savoury treats and confectionery and all these amazing things. But ironically, we're not allowed to touch any of it yet for like another like six or seven hours. So I just thought, first hour of the show, let's have this question out in the open. Let's see people's plight up and down the country what are you currently not allowed to have in your house because it's for Christmas it's not just you Bush I can confirm it's happening 40 miles and uh, 40 miles down the road here in where uh, one of the cupboards that has uh, the snacks in I've just opened it I've seen there is toffee in there I've Whoa. been very open about the struggles that I have with toffee I wanted to get the toffee no that's for Christmas and it goes a step further it goes a step further in that I have uh, I have had dictated to me from my wife uh, she said you're going to get an email this evening. Don't open it. It's for tomorrow. All right. Don't open the email. It's for tomorrow. So it's obviously got something. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm not even allowed to open an email until tomorrow because it's for Christmas. So Christmas is even now controlling our access to information in the outside world. Do you know what I mean? I feel like we're being yes. strong armed by Christmas Day. Dan says, I'm not allowed to touch batteries. Why break the yearly tradition of driving around local petrol stations on Christmas Day for some triple A's in an elf jumper and slippers? <laughs> So here's the thing, right? What are you currently not allowed to have in your house because it's for Christmas? Hannah says, I've just been shouted out for opening a packet of fancy paninis, which Ooh. are apparently only allowed for Christmas leftover butties. <laughs> I love it. It's weird. It's weird what items are off limits for some reason. Some people have got specific cupboards dedicated to this as well. Uh, Pete says he's not allowed anywhere near the nice crackers at the moment. They're the cheese ones. Uh, and Rob has just gone slightly rogue. He says, I've just opened the visitor biscuits and been told off about it. Whoever visits, I hope they enjoy them in 2022. Uh, that's just how everyone's <laughs> feeling right now. Dave says, the rum. 
He's not allowed to go near the rum. Uh, Nick says most of the fridge. But he adds, the rules are there for a reason. My ex-father-in-law once sneaked into the kitchen on Christmas Day one year and made himself a brunch that used all the sausages and bacon for the Christmas dinner. You see, they're all getting tarred by his brush. I think that's yeah. I think that's unlucky. Uh, Des says, uh, for me, it's the after eights. Not until the cheese course is finished. I didn't even know we had a cheese course, uh, says Des. <laughs> uh, Rosea, what's banned for you? Yeah, I'm not allowed the gin crackers. Wow, you're not allowed the gin crackers in your house. Tell us about them. I don't think I've ever had gin-flavoured crackers before. Oh, no, no it, it's a box of crackers. comes from the gin club, and you get four in a pack. So it's four okay. crackers with a, with, a oh. gin and, with a gin and a mixer with it. So there's four, and I've been trying to get it all week. I can't speak for Bush, but I thought we were about to talk about gin-flavoured crackers there and got very excited. Oh, (laughs) no. And who's the person that's dictated to you that you're not allowed to touch them? The husband, because he's bought them. Oh, right, Okay. Well, well, Rosier, our thoughts are with you. Hopefully this ban will get lifted in a few hours' time. Meanwhile, Bush and I are going to meet together over the next week or so and uh, put a business plan together to invent some proper gin crackers. (laughs) They do do sound very nice indeed. (laughs) They are. They're better than a normal cracker. Lynn says, I've been shouted at for going near the Christmas Prosecco. It's for the family visiting. Although now they're stuck down south in Tier 4, one bottle open because no-one else would drink it. Happy Christmas, everyone. It's, it swings and roundabouts, these uh, tiers, isn't it? You never know, you never know what's going to happen <laughs> for you. Uh, Dave says, me and Tracy Patterson play a game of take as much as you can without getting caught every Christmas Eve around half two, apparently the most dangerous time of the day to play. Uh, we've got Jack on the line right now. Jack, what are you forbidden from seeing until Christmas? My wife. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Elaborate, please, for us and the and the rest, the rest of the public waiting with bated breath. For the nation, my wife is currently in hospital at Luton and Dustable, um, giving birth to our first child. Uh, being oh. induced, I should say. And, uh, yes, yeah, she's not dilated yet, so um, on the way to go, perhaps Christmas baby. Jack, everybody else is uh, having to stay away from cheese after eights and things like that. I think I think you top top it all. <laughs> yeah, no, I can probably imagine so. We have after eights and all the above um, at home, but obviously I'm forbidden from those until we're together again. So the normal thing with with uh, the birth of a child is, as a dad, is to sit there half asleep trying to hold on to some Costa coffee that you bought in the hospital and and you know keep people ticking over and stuff like that. But uh, I guess you, you, what are you doing at the moment? Then I can hear you in the background. You're driving around. How how are you? You must be going out of your mind, like whilst you're not able to be there. Yeah, I've gone out for an essential item: uh, butter. <laughs> Oh, Jack, well, look, we're excited for you. Um, We'll want to hear the good news in the new year, so get in touch and let us know. In the meantime, uh, go and find that butter. And um, exciting times. Babies at Christmas. Who'd have heard of it? 
On the subject of the 12 Daves of Christmas, we've had an email from uh, Dave from the Forest of Dean, who was our fourth Dave of Christmas. Now, I've got to let you know that every one of our Daves that has taken part in the song, uh, we have sent out a Bush and Ritchie hometime face mask and a tea towel to uh, thank them for doing it. Uh, Dave emails and says, I was so grateful for you letting me be uh, the fourth Dave of Christmas. Uh, I went to the uh, post depot today to go and collect my mask. Uh, I did particularly enjoy paying the excess postage uh, that there was still to pay on it. Keep up the good work, guys. Oh, that's so us. Oh my goodness, this 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 show is limping over the line for 2020. Uh, maybe maybe there is something that um, maybe what I'm about to talk about right now is what's going to help us get over the line. Um, there are only seven hours left until midnight seven hours left to make sure you are on the good list ahead of the big day tomorrow now it's no secret that the big man listens to home time on his sleigh so we're offering you an amnesty right now if there's something that you know that you need to admit to that's gone on over the last few months that you think or if i hold my hands up on this it'll get me on the good list ahead of tonight this amnesty service is underway right now are you guys all right if I if I start us off with uh, a confession right now? Yeah, definitely. Do it, okay. do it, do it. Okay, my wife loves chocolate orange, all right? Not just the Terry's chocolate orange, but just that as a as a flavour anyway. And in the, uh, in the supermarket the other day, I spotted in the reduced bin, you know, with the yellow labels on, stuff that's nearly going past its sell-by date, some Mr Kipling chocolate orange Viennese Wells. I bought them Ooh. home. I knew that she'd love them. I like them too. And I saw them the other afternoon and thought to myself, I'm having those. And I stoved all six in. I then said to her when she asked, where are the Viennese Whirls, that I'd chucked them because they'd actually gone out of date. The reality Whoa. was, I'd eaten them all. That is a uh, confectionery equivalent of St. Peter and the cockerel going three times or whatever that biblical story is. Do you know what I mean? It's, that is unbelievable, that, isn't it? It's almost going to hell type stuff, really. So hopefully that confession is the last thing to get me onto the good list ahead of tomorrow. So if there's something that you need to come forth with right now, a, 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 a Santa's good list, bad list... Amnesty is underway on home time right now. Claire says, I spent ages this morning with my son looking for his Kinder Bueno that I ate last night. Claire, it's awful, but at least you've come clean. That's like someone out of a Channel 5 true crime documentary being involved in the search party, even though you were the person who what did it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's unbelievable. By the way, we just want to just clarify here, uh, this isn't like legal clemency. You can't get off like proper crimes here, but if you've done low-level stuff around the house that you're not, you're not that proud of, get it out of the way now before Santa finds out about it. David says, the girlfriend said, if I wanted to buy another guitar, I had to sell one, so I sold her guitar. Oh! Which is... Uh, it's just unbelievable, this. But again, it's now his conscience is clear. Presence a go-go this evening when Santa arrives. Get in touch and clear your conscience. Uh, just hours to go until the big man makes his trip around. Are there any confessions that you need to make last minute to make sure you're on the good list? Um, Sarah, you have a big one. What's happened? Oh, gosh, OK. I watched the Mandalorian finale before 
my boyfriend got home from work. <gasps> oh, my word. And, and just tell us all your boyfriends and had you made an agreement to watch the final episode together? We'd made an agreement to watch it together, yes. And it's not Bush. the first time I've done it either, so I can't tell them. Sarah, do do just stay there for a second. Bush, where, where do you stand on this one? I mean, uh, if, if, if Sarah's coming clean to us right now, I mean, obviously, that's, you know, she's come clean, it's going to put her on Santa's good list. But does it count if she hasn't come clean to her actual boyfriend? Well, do you remember we had a phone in on this show a couple of months ago called Cut Your Nose Off to Spite Your Face? And we had a guy phone in who said that if his missus ever watched ahead of him on a box set, he then refused to watch any of that programme ever again. <laughs> and I think your boyfriend's within his rights. <laughs> OK, well, he's, he's here now. Right. And how's he reacted to this statement that he's just heard? He's, he's just walked in. I need to tell you something. <laughs> I watched The Mandalorian without you. <laughs> Oh, he's stunned off. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> you send him a present back. And then, so you, you've just admitted to him now, what, what happened in terms of the actual watching of the programme? Did you have to pretend you hadn't seen it or something? I did. I had to pretend to be shocked at the parts that were shocking. Sarah, final question. Was it worth it? Yeah, because I got to watch it twice. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Bushy Richie here with Home Times Absolute Radio on what I think is a Thursday night. All you need to know, it's Christmas Eve. That's the main thing. And it brings us to the final Dave of our 12 Daves of Christmas song. I want to say a huge thank you to all of the Daves that we've met across the uh, past couple of weeks. It's been brilliant to get to know them and to hear them sing as well. So for one final time, let's say, who's this on the line? It's Dave from Bolton. Hey! <laughs> Dave, good to talk to you. The all-important final 12th Dave of Christmas. But let's find out a bit more about you. First of all, are you ready for tomorrow, Dave? Sort of. Sort of. It's uh, I prepared and I just throw and buy lint bag stuff, I think. OK, love, love a boil in the bag Christmas. You can't be that for festive cheer, Dave, that's for sure. Uh, and also, in this hour of the show, we've been asking people whether there's any naughty stuff they wanted to admit to Santa and his elves, uh, just to make sure that you get your full complement of presents this evening. Anything naughty from the, the past year that you'd like to admit to Santa now before we head into the evening? Uh, probably... During lockdown, I think we've actually gone through 17 bottles of tequila, which I'd never drunk before <laughs> up, until, up until lockdown. Amazing. I don't think Santa would put that down as naughty, Dave. I think that was just your coping mechanism. That's, yeah, I think so too. I think he'll, he'll, he'll deliver. Can I, can, I, can I ask a question, Dave? How do you recreationally drink tequila when you're watching telly and that? Because obviously, if you have tequila in a bar, you've got to have salt on your hand and a, and a lemon or a lime. There's quite a bit of kit involved. How have you been drinking it? Exact same as salt on hand, lemon. It's like having medicine. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> right, Dave, are you musical? Not very talented, no. But we'll give it a whirl. All right, Dave. Well, we can't wait to hear you sing. This is a prestigious position in the song. You're our final 12th Dave of Christmas. Let's get ready to do this. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me... Dave from Bolton. Tattoo Dave from Glasgow. Dave from Bedford. Dave from Solihull. Dave from Portsmouth. Dave from Sudbury. Dave from Eddleston. Dave from Rayleigh. 
Dave from the Forest of Dean. Dave from St Albans. Dave from Tottenham. And a day from Nottingham. Yes! Yes. <laughs> well done, Dave. In fact, well done to all 12 Daves. If you want to be our next 12th Dave of Christmas, email hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk and we'll stick it in a folder for 11 months' time. And head to our Facebook page or Twitter at Absolute Radio if you want to see a little video of all those Daves in action. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Final hour of Home Time for 2020 and the clock is literally ticking. We need to hear from you right now if anybody else is operating what I would call ultimate Christmas Eve brinksmanship. Bush, I need to admit that earlier on this afternoon, the sellotape ran out in this house. I am the only person in this house that still needs to use the sellotape. I am part of a radio show until seven o'clock. There is nothing I can do about this. And if I think about the only possible places to get sellotape post seven o'clock this evening, there's a McColl's on the high street. And then there's another news agent that isn't even part of a recognised chain. So it's even less reputable. I could be right up against it. Now, normally at this point, I would offer you my tried and tested uh, wrap it in tinfoil because it looks space aging quite cool. Get out for it. Although I feel that you've you've brought this upon yourself by by doing this wrapping presents at such what would be described as the eleventh hour. Uh, yeah, but all the presents have been bought and the wrapping paper's here. So the only thing that I've fallen down on is the sellotape. And critically, it's it's only one present left that I've got to wrap, and it's. That critical one, it's it's Natalie's. <laughs> well, there's a phrase, I can't remember the exact wording of it. It's something about preparing and failing and failing to prepare, or something like that, I can't remember what it is. <laughs> I can't remember what it is, but it feels very appropriate. Tinfoil is not <laughs> going to cut it. Uh, do you ever hear about, like, the stuff that other people or other families do around Christmas and think, what the hell's going on there? Where did that come from? Let me give you an example. Uh, my other half, Katie, is from Northumberland, uh, and this morning when we were getting stuff ready for Christmas Eve night and for the kids and all that kind of stuff, she said, oh, it's a real shame we're not doing... Um, festive pillowcases and I was thinking what what festive what I thought I must have misheard her but no uh, she was saying that I don't know whether this is a northeast tradition but I'm sure people listening in Newcastle that way can confirm or clarify for us but um, in her house in Northumberland when she was a kid uh, her mum and dad used to change the pillowcases in all the bedrooms to festive Christmas pillowcases to welcome in Christmas have you ever heard of this before Richie? (laughs) I've, I've never heard of it I'd have to say it's quite decadent to be able to have room in your life uh, to have a pillowcase for for a religious festival yeah. is quite something. It's mad, isn't it? But I think this might be the tip of the iceberg of all these kind of, you know, unusual, quirky things that families might do just to celebrate Christmas their own way. We just had a, a tweet unrelatedly into the show a bit earlier on from a guy called Pedro. And he says, Bush and Richie, have you guys ever heard about ringing bells on your doorstep at 7pm tonight? Another unusual Christmas tradition. Has that got to be done inside a pillowcase? <laughs> if it does, I would absolutely love it and I'll get involved. Uh, Chris says, I'm a Reading boy. We've always had pillowcases Christmas Eve. And the tree only went up on Christmas Eve as well. Decorations went up just a week before. Wow, that's bringing it in last minute, isn't it? Uh, Ryan asks, is it a Viking thing? Could be. 
if you've been to Blythe, check it out. Uh, Nick says, totally, we do it. Paddington Bear used to do it as well. As kids, we took the idea from him and we haven't looked back. And Fife Geordie uh, says, I'm from Newcastle. I've never heard of it, although it beats squeezing stuff into a stocking. Every cloud. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Well, that's it. That is literally all we have to say for 2020. So as we just said on the podcast, thanks so much for sticking with us. Some of it's a little bit left to centre sometimes, but you guys keep downloading and listening. And genuinely, this isn't us being silly. We do really appreciate it. And if you've listened to the end of the podcast, you're a hardcore listener and we know who you are. Well done. Okay, guys, ready for this? One, two, three,